Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Eva Venari, founder of the Elevate Institute, and I'm your host for this segment called Owning Your Health. This is where we explore alternative ways to be more consciously aware of truly owning what it takes to care for your body, both at work, uh, with today's health leaders, both at work and at home. So today our topic is healing the yin and yang that is our soul heals us. And our leading lady today is Elena Chapman, referred to by many as Soul Curator. Elena works her magic by wisely integrating the wisdom of various religions, spiritual modalities, and scientific research to bring clarity, ease, and flow, along with greater understanding to all. Good afternoon, Elena, and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Eve, I'm so excited to be on. (laughs) Ah, this, this, these are everybody knows has been listening for a while. I, I, this is I call this juicy conversation. It's like yes, we we've been talking about the physical part of the body for years, and you know, this is three I think three third years I'm, I'm doing these shows, and I've been gradually moving along the holistic spectrum, you know, into the mental space, the emotional space, and now in the last several we've been on the soul. So I'm really excited to have have you on on the radio show and talk yeah. about. This topic, so I, I love this. Um, so for most, even even if you're in the field of healing and soul and energy work, I mean, this can be a vast subject. And, and you wear many hats, so yeah. you, know, you, you do so many things. How do you know yeah. where to begin when healing soul matters? <laughs> well, when doesn't it really? I mean, every time. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, the trauma we go through, and it doesn't have to be like a war or an abusive relationship. It's the traumas that we even had as kids, the the bullying that we might have gone through, or the mean teacher, or maybe it was the parents, or maybe it was just siblings. Those things can be what, think of it this way, anything where the soul does not feel safe, where you are not um, listening to it, then it will say, hey, I don't need this, and parts of it will leave. And that's just the way it is. So if you are, like, really just going through a really hard time with lots of depression, that can trigger it. Uh, It's really funny because we have to present the environment that keeps that life force in us. Some people call it a life force. Soul is called many, many things. Um, in the Asian, like in the Buddha and, and Tao, it's called chi. But it's all the same life force, and it does not need to stay with us. And so when we are misusing it in so many ways like we do, and society too, we allow ourselves, and we've been mostly trained. It's not totally our, our fault. 
We've been trained to, to follow, and it always puts us in very awkward situations, jobs that we really didn't want and we're miserable at for long, long periods of time, marriages that we might not have wanted or we have outgrown and we stay in, and that hurts us for a long, long time. There are so many things that we do that the soul can start to leave. And I, I think it's part of the human condition, but really to feel whole, to feel complete in oneself, and also to unify. That's another thing we're missing. That's a big topic right there. When um, unifying the yin and the yang, the divine feminine with the divine male part of our soul is is a lifelong thing. I mean, if anyone is uh, religious with Jesus, it was when the female becomes the male and the male becomes the female. When the, uh, you know, and... It, 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 that's part of his quote that he gave to the Gnostics and also to Mary Magdalene. And he's really saying it's the unifying of the soul. He's not talking about the gender and the sex. He is talking Thank about you. the yeah. soul. <laughs> yeah. That's where I was going. I'm like, yeah. not to be confused with, I, I, I say kind of jokingly about the whole pronoun thing. I'm like, if you take your clothes off and you look in the mirror, you're physically one or the other most of the time. Most of the time. I'll probably get some hate mail over that one. But there, there's a big difference between that, <laughs> gender roles, well, yeah. society structure, yeah, and you know, and then gender within the soul. It's a whole different thing. Well, and, and everything has polarity. Everything in the universe is polarity. Yes. That's and the universal the law, sure. Too. Yeah, it's a, it's a big, one of the first seven universal laws, the founding yes. ones. And, and yeah, so, principle, everything has gender. And if we understand that the divine feminine part of the soul um, has, and I'll let people know during my divorce, I actually made both parts of my soul angry. <laughs> so they So don't ever feel bad, you know. I did it too. But the <laughs> but the feminine part is all our um, imagination, our intuition, our mothering. It's sexual. It's inspirational. And it's peace. And then when you add that in that wonderful um, intuition and that imagination, those foster the knowledge, the insight, the psychic gifts, okay? That's all the divine feminine and the divine masculine of the soul. And I'm telling you all this for a reason because this leads to how you can tell what you're missing. The yes. divine masculine of the soul is that beautiful um, will, the will to do things, the strength, strategic planning, and the bringing forward of creation. You see, and how they work together is that wonderful knowing and the insight and the wisdom of the divine feminine, which reaches into divinity itself. Like Steve Jobs says, if you can see it, you can hold it in your hand. And the masculine is the one that brings it out into this plane, into this world, into the hand. See how that works? I do. Yeah. Well, and there's a, there's a very, I call them um, very simply, is the masculine is action, whereas the feminine exactly. is holding space, is the allowing. Well, yes. And also gaining. I mean, that's where you do gain the knowledge. I always say, how did, how did they know to build something, uh, a wonderful pyramid that harnessed energy to heal and to give a pathway for those who pass over? 
Where did that come from? It certainly wasn't a map, you know, left <laughs> by someone. It was brought in, brought in by feminine. divine knowledge, right? Yeah. Yes, divine knowledge, and that's your divine feminine. So this is, it's really important to have these two parts of our soul working together. And right now in our society, just growing up in our society, many of us are missing parts of the divine feminine. And that that's just a given. Because right now in our society, we, well, okay, all right, for your listeners, let's make it real simple. So how many of us have actually heard, oh, it's just women's intuition, right? All the time. Yep. Uh, yep. And you are so emotional. We've heard that over and over. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. even it's, it's a problem. And right? God says everybody has the divine feminine and divine masculine, but guys aren't allowed to have that either. Oh, my gosh. What are you? You're acting like a girl. What is that? Why are you dating <laughs> like a girl? Right? Yeah? Right. Yep. That's all yep. divine feminine. Knock it out of everybody, please. And and we're supposed to be just in the divine masculine. And guess what happens when you're only in one side? That divine masculine has nothing to go on. It usually draws upon the inside of the divine feminine. And if it's not drawn upon the divine feminine, it can only draw on what it sees out in this world, what it is told, what is what we call reality. And then it just cycles back. It doesn't go anywhere. It chases its tail. That's why we get so much lower base things of of people with um, being so greedy and people being so self-righteous and people getting so, it's the lower part of the soul because it has nowhere to draw the insight and the knowing. Do you see? Yeah, I've been, I've been saying since the beginning of 2022, it's a sixth year, which is the sacred number of balance and harmony and relationships yeah. as well, that it's the year to finally balance the masculine and feminine within. But I want to put a little yeah. in on that while we break just for a second. We're going to do our, our sponsor message, and then we'll come right back to this because I can't wait. <laughs> so let's take a quick moment. Uh, Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University's mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe, over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and all of our sponsors and partners. And now we're back for more juicy conversation with Elena Chapman, the soul curator. And we're discussing right now we're in the middle of the masculine and feminine divine, and there's so much more. So let's continue. <laughs> What's next? Okay. <laughs> so... So when we're missing a lot of that feminine divine, yeah, we're hurting too. You know what I mean? As people. So, yes. Yeah. Do you think that little feminine divine parts of it are going to say, well, screw this. I'm not being, you know, you don't want your intuition. You don't want your imagination. You don't want all this part. And and you don't want that insight. So why do I need to stay? And so it just goes. Yeah, that that yep. was part of the experience that I was having. So as I, I mentioned earlier, it's like I didn't have the wherewithal. I was in so much pain from the 
disconnect of my own soul that I didn't even have the interest. I just wanted to get through my day and hope that I was providing the service that I went to in my work and then go to sleep. Like that, that became my life at some point. And who, no one knows, no one knows. <laughs> it was, it was, I, I, yes, but I say that to say you don't have to stay there because I, I've heard many people, the little whisper in the ear, I hear it. I hear those same little yeah. innocent voices of I'm so tired, I'm so burnt out, and it's not always physical. And I've yeah. done all the physical no. stuff. I've done all the emotional clearing. I've done all the, yeah. like, how can I correct how I think about this? Can I be in a moment of gratitude? Man, gratitude journals suck when you've lost your soul. So, yeah. <laughs> It does. It right. really does. Yeah. Because you can't so. figure out why. And I, I'll tell you, it, it, I started because, well, I felt like, well, I was having trouble finishing things. I could not mm-hmm. finish things. I mean, I was getting to the point where I would make half a bed. It was so bad. And then I'd lose interest. I mean, I was just yes. not finishing anything. And that was part of the problem. I was missing part of my little what she what what one woman called my little boy and the other one and my little girl my yin and my yang my divine feminine and my divine male and so I was missing yeah. both on both sides and yes. and it's because of what I had gone through and it is hard does it cause um, it can cause physical ailments can cause tiredness um, yep. it can definitely anything in the spiritual world it always happens in the spiritual world first as above so below as below so above. So we are very in tuned with, with our soul and spirit. So when we, when we hurt ourselves so much, we stay in situations that are toxic or we believe what people tell us about ourselves, which how in the heck would they know, right? But they do, and we believe it, and it hurts us. And that's when we start to lose pieces of ourselves. We, we become the good little girl, the good little boy, and we follow along and we live lives that we were never supposed to live, and that causes things to leave. And when that happens, yes, it's a constant, it's a toxicity you keep feeding yourself that makes the wonderful soul decide it doesn't want to be with you. doesn't want to be with you, and at some point maybe you don't want to be here yourself. So depression could lead to possibly thoughts of suicide. Depression, anxiety, you know, a lot of depression and anxiety and, and just tiredness, um, wasting time, want to get lost. You just don't want to partake, you, you know, that kind of thing. And, and like, or you have really funky ones, like you don't finish stuff. Um, there, there's yeah. always something that seems odd. You do not feel whole. That's it. And I remember oh. um, I just did soul retrieval up in Vermont and she said she's been wanting to write a book, and she's a wonderful writer. And she said, I can't do it. I just cannot sit down and yep. do it. That was and me. She was that missing was me. her divine masculine. Yeah. That yeah. was missing her divine masculine. Yeah. So, so we it, had it, it's very interesting. When she got it back, she started writing the book the day after, that fast. Well, as, as, as soon as my soul, and I want to get into the nitty-gritty. You've said it a few times. We, we leave pieces of ourselves behind or the soul decides to leave, there, I, as a clairvoyant, I can physically see the little p- bitty pieces. They look like torn, like like if you were to tear pieces out of yeah. a, a fine silk and just leave it 
in places in other dimensions, and there it sits, and there it sits. And maybe it's with other people, and maybe it's in other timelines, and maybe it's before you were even born and the soul is that old, you know, that it can be in other places. All over. It's not just 12 or 13 pieces. We're talking about it could be millions, hundreds of thousands of of, of these little little tiny pieces of you all over. And yep. how can your soul function and communicate with you if it's without a mouth, if it's without ears, if it's without, you know what I mean, without any, all of those metaphysical things to communicate, it can't. It can't. It can't. And that's why we have so many people that first lose parts of their soul and then all this stuff, that's, we see more of it now than ever. That's why we have so many people depressed right now because they were already hurting. And then all the... Um, environmental things of this world put on them. You're stuck with a toxic family for two years with COVID. <laughs> you know, or you know, the uncertainty of jobs. You are, then you're pushed, you hear drama every day. And that just is too much because you're not whole. You're already missing parts of you. And then the environmental is just coming down on you and coming down on you. And because you don't feel whole, you're you're like, someone who is ill and it's just more sickness and more sickness coming on you you can't fight it off and that's yeah. why we have yeah. people with more anxiety and depression right now well and it's and deep it is very deep depression and very deep depression leads to slower metabolism which leads to weight gain, high blood pressure, right? Exactly. Yep. And, and, and all these other things that are physical that we go to the doc- a doctor, I don't feel good. Can you put me on some cholesterol medication? Because that's going to go up too. Your blood pressure is going to go up because you've got more body weight and you've, you've got all of these things happening. And then you think you're sick, but your body's only become sick as a reflection of what's going on at the soul level. Exactly. Like, okay, so, and, and I, I, I get this. I understand that for me, my, my soul attached to me at my birth already fractured. But, but for some, and, and, and it continued to fracture as I lived my life, but for, for some, maybe it maybe it been whole from birth, but then something triggered it. And so you mentioned trauma. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what that could look like in a person's life. I used to say this. I feel like I've had more than my fair share of problems to deal with. Is that common? Mm-hmm. Mhm. That's exactly. And and you also feel some people can it it varies. It let's put it this way. Um it all depends on what the person what belief that they began to gain that caused the soul to leave. For instance, yes. I probably lost a little bit of my soul and, and that varies from every person, but I'll show you how little it can be. Um, when I was oh, three yeah. years old, three years old, and I was playing with the puppies, my mom used to raise Maltese, and she was in the hospital having my brother, and my father burnt the eggs. And I, who wasn't even then that close to my mom, was sitting among the puppies, and I said to the puppies, well, I guess we're on our own. Now, number one, that something that stayed with me for the rest of my life and just by the mention of that would you think that was the divine feminine and the divine male it's the divine question okay it's the divine i'm because it's not providing i feel the strength uh, i'm going to be here 
and I'm going to, you know, be very independent. And I was for years and years and years and years. And um, that was hurting my divine feminine because I was solely into my divine male for so long. Do you see? Yeah. Is, is this the and, same thing as an injured feminine? Like we talk about injured and toxic masculine all the time, all yeah. over the Internet. Well, right. so, I know, and they're making up so many things. I've learned and I've been listening to a lot of some of the, well, I'm trying not to now. The, the spirituality <laughs> is really fun. I'm, I'm really, uh, I don't, I understand why people go live on mountains. Because the, the, the spirit, I mean, one minute I hear, this is the new, the our father that we never knew. And, and then I looked at, I do the research on it, and no, guys, it's really not. And, and I just see so many, so much misinformation. It's just blow, and new terminology that doesn't mean anything. I'm just, just blowing my mind. And I'm just thinking, number one, why do we have to validate what we believe with something that's patriarchal and old? why we run away from it and now we're trying to verify it and then the other thing why why are we not looking within why do we have to have all the toys and the gadgets and the belief of something that's not real and and really spirituality is looking within yourself now the injured sure your divine feminine is injured if it's missing some parts of it it's not going to be effective and same with the divine male you need a whole soul so if you find that you are going into depression a lot or you find that you just can't cope or that you find you can't finish things or you just have no no will to really put anything forward or you're meditating but you just just can't do it you know you just can't you can't find that wisdom it's just it's black and it's been black forever um, these kinds of signs are signs that you are missing part of your soul and you can welcome yourself to 98% of them, the living life on this earth. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, and and you're, you're, touching, you're touching on a part of it that was so, so real for me because I've done so much internal work, and I know how to manifest. Wow. But I noticed as I became more discontent with this lack of communication with my soul that my manifestation powers completely went away. Yeah, and that was very frustrating. I'm like, well, I know we're all meant to be magical beings. You know, the human body is a is a fantastic uh, conduit for the energies from spirit and connection connection to Gaia. What is the deal? I know how to do this. Why isn't it working? And it was very frustrating to not know what I did yeah. not know, and guides yeah. didn't share with me. So very frustrating. Yeah, no, it is very frustrating. And so you get a – now, see, if I, when I do a soul retrieval, I do a little bit more. And you did the right thing, Eve. Um, you did the – Eva, but I love Eve, too. But, yeah, you, <laughs> I know you do. I, you did the work. And a lot of people that come to me have sort of done the work, not really. And so I usually have to work with them a little bit. I try to do two or three sessions beforehand because I can bring that soul back. That's not the problem. But if you don't have the environment in your outer world and your inner world that will welcome that soul, then it won't stay. You know, it's like putting a Band-Aid on a cut that needs to be sutured. You, you have to do the work. And, and so I always make sure that they are, and I give them ways to start to make that outside 
um, the inside, their outside, you know, to balance the life, to, to get some balance, to get something feeling good in their life, to start to change some of that mindset that they learned that was so self-hurting and, and to start creating what they want their life to be. So if you want to be a writer, then sitting down and trying to write because it might have left because you didn't even value your creativity. So all these things are very important. And so that when you do the soul retrieval, the day comes and it's time for your soul's retrieval. And what do we do during a soul retrieval? Um, a soul retrieval is a shamanic ceremony. I talk about it in my Hello Soul book. I talk about my soul retrieval. And um, uh, I had a shaman do it. And what they did it in an old, where I just laid there with all these candles around me. And then they started the drum beat, of course. And then they they sing a little, and then they go into a trance, and they find the parts of your soul in all the universes, wherever it may be hiding, you know. But shaman, they have a special way to just call that soul, and the soul will call to them, and they can be guided. And that's what's really going on in the trance, okay? Because you know, we could be searching for hours if we didn't have some kind of help. So. It's almost like a magnet, like the little tiny pieces that are they're magnetic in nature, and they start to, at least in my mind's eye, they started to vibrate and go, oh, I'm activated. I'm being called home. It's like a kid playing outside yeah. and you hear dad's whistle, right? It's like that. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't always want to, mine didn't want to come home. Mine was under a oh. seashell. It did not just say, oh, I'm coming home. Nope, 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 nope. It said, well, you've got to come find me. And yeah, I was under a seashell on the shore. And that's that's where he found my soul. So it's, it's, it's really interesting. But when it comes, so then they bring that soul back and they guarantee that, that that person is going to present a safe place for it. That's what the soul wants, a safe place. And so when you bring back that soul, then it will join. What will you feel? Everybody's a little different at First, you're not used to the wholeness. Some people really aren't. They have to take a few days because it. you find sometimes your emotions are just like crazy for a little bit. That could last for a few hours. You could find you will get a surge to do something, and then you start to like um, be emotional. Or you start to be – because you've got to understand the soul is your life force. When the soul is not in you, or around you as your aura, all that, when it is not with you, you are passing over. It's going somewhere. We are energy. We are spirit. And the soul is that energy. And that energy never dies, but it doesn't always stay in the body. So when you alter energy, it's, it can cause in you a biological feeling in your hormones. So if all of a sudden you're whole and you're not used to being whole, it's going to cause emotional and stuff a little bit to start with. Surges of energy. Um, uh, the, I don't know. Some people get this incredible feeling of love all of a sudden. It all depends I, I on went, the person. I went through a huge heavy metal detox 
and my poor kidneys went into a state of not shock, but they were definitely overwhelmed. They were like, "Wow, man, this is a lot." I, <laughs> I mean, just it, it was it was quite quite a bit for my body, and it took me a couple of weeks to fully integrate. Yeah, and and maybe I'm not still fully integrated, but at least I feel like I've got that uh, the little voice that I didn't have before yes. was now is is now there. Is now yeah. back. It's talking to you now. Yeah, that's it. And and that that's exactly it. And your body does accustom to it. It really does. But it does take time because yeah. you have number one, you're gonna fluctuate in your behavior, which is not a safe place and then it is a safe place. And you're also going to have a soul that wants the safe place. it's like taking on a roommate <laughs> and you've got to and it is you but not used to it but once you get used to it oh my gosh then all of a sudden like you said that little voice and your imagination and intuition you can start meditating and you get vision you know all of a sudden you open door and and the creativity yeah the creativity is crazy because i i remembered my opportunity that I wanted to live a nomadic life, and it was then that I made the decision to make my plans and leave to make See? to be happy. Yeah, to be yeah. So it was it, it was right after that that all of this came together, and I was able to see the, the vision again. So so amazing. I'm, how many people I would love you know say they go, oh my god, Eva, you're doing something fantastic. I wish I could do that. Um, what's in your way? Is my question, and maybe you just need a soul retrieval. What And maybe you need a soul retrieval. I think, yeah. you know, we are so bent on such funny ways of believing, and we have forgotten the old ways. And, mm-hmm. yes, some of, it, some of the old ways were not so peachy keen, and I don't want to live back in the old ways, not all of them. But the, the one, the, every time there were cultures that were really tuned in, you know, the Gnostics, the Essenes, the Mayans, the Egyptians. Um, there were so many wonderful, the Begins, or I always pronounce that wrong, Begins, a big giant movement in Europe, still around, by the way. All these had insight into, and the shamans, of course, the Nordic, the Persian, and the, the American um, Indian. I think I can say that. The indigenous yes. Indigenous. <laughs> All, all over the world, the indigenous had, had, you know, ancient ways. And I would love for people yes. to know where they could reach you to learn more about them and possibly this. So how best can people get a hold of you? Oh, gosh, there's so many ways. Um, actually, ElenaChapman.com is my website. Elena is spelled A-L-E-N-A, and Chapman is C-H-A-P-M-A-N.com. Oh, and I do have a gift for all of you. And this is a fun, it's called um, the seven-day reset. Ooh, and if you do need a soul retrieval, this is a wonderful gift because you get seven days of learning different ways to get yourself centered, get yourself calm, get yourself feeling good for the day, grounding. And I draw upon the Tao, a wonderful meditation and breathing for that wonderful sweet spot. And then the Buddhist and yeah. even the Wiccan and the shaman, of course, 
You have all these different ways you can learn, and then you can pick what works best for you. But on that page, you also have a contact, and there's even a number you can call. I would probably go with the contact at the easiest and just say, hey, I'm looking forward to meeting. I really would like to set up an appointment to talk to Elena Chapman. And my assistant will get with you, and then she'll give you a calendar hook, and you can set up your own time to talk with me. It's really that simple. Wonderful. Good. Excellent. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to others having the same sense of, of relief and ease away from anxiety and a knowing of who they are. Again, if you feel like this is you, yes. please reach out to Elena. Elena, that's today for our show, but I want to say thank you so much for being oh, my last guest. You. Yay. Oh, my gosh, your last. I feel very honored that you had me. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. All right. So, <laughs> And special thanks to everyone for listening. We're all over the world. We'll be back again. Well, Women Lead Radio, we'll be back again uh, Mondays, 9 a.m., Fridays, 2 p.m. Pacific time. And this is my last show as I transition from Women Lead uh, Radio to Women Lead Television. So be on the lookout for those announcements very soon. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today and through the years. Thank you for listening and have a great weekend. This has been Eva Venari, founder of the Elevate Institute reminding you to question everything. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.